Hi, this is Jenna. And this is Heather. And this is Conspiracies Unlocked. And today I am um, super excited because I went through all of Donald Trump's uh, court paperwork. And I just wanted to figure out what the fuck was going on with that because I know it's on everybody's minds like... What are these 34 charges that he's being um, charged with? Why is this occurring? What happened? Um, is there more that than meets the eye? What's actually happening? So I wanted to just bring it all to light and just do a kind of like uh, overview of what actually is going down because I know that both sides of the media tries to portray something that isn't actually what's happening and they take snippets and we are about the facts. This is a conspiracy theory show about facts and we don't care which way it turns out. We just want to spread the truth and this is the truth and we have the court document of the charges as well as the court document of the statement of facts, which altogether is um, about 30, 35 pages. We also have other um, articles and such that we can, that we, that I'm, we're, we want to send to you guys if you guys want them. I printed them and scanned them because I was concerned that um, they would be taken down off the internet um, just because people are weird and they might want to take him down. I'm not sure, but I do have all the paperwork. And if you want to email us at conspiraciesunlocked at gmail.com, we will email you back with all of the supporting evidence that we have, the court documents, everything that I have found. Right now, they are still available online, but who knows for how long. So let us know if you'd like them. Um, and so I, this has been on no matter which side of the political spectrum you're on, whether it's left wing, right wing, Democrat, Republican, liberal, independent, whatever it is, it's, it's been on the front page of every news and the forefront of everything going on right now. Um, so last week on Tuesday, April 4th. 2023 in case this is years from now and you guys are listening now um the former 45th president of the united states donald trump was charged with 34 charges he pled not guilty to all of them i knew that so what i knew that they had something to do with some hush money and a girl named stormy daniels but to me that didn't feel like it should have been like 34 charges like, yeah. why are there so many charges? Exactly, because I knew about that, too. I think everyone thought that that was probably what it was going to be about because I didn't know of anything else that it could have been. And 34 charges seemed like a lot for hush money. Yeah, exactly. And so I was like, I just, I need to take a deep dive. I need to look into this and actually see what, what are these charges? What's going on? What, mm -hmm. what's happening here? So, um, I will tell you, he did not commit 34 different crimes, per se. Um, all of the 34 charges are, quote-unquote, um, penal code, like, like, oh, I'll get into the penal code. It's a penal law 175.10, 
and it is falsifying business records in the first degree. Each of the 34 charges begin with the sentence, the grand jury aforesaid by this indictment further accuses the defendant of the crime of falsifying business records in the first degree in violation of penal law 175.10 committed as follows. And then it goes on to list what he did to get charges 1 through 34, and it's it's very repetitive. In fact, um, if you email us, I literally highlight the only differences within the court documents because I scanned them, I highlighted them, and then I scanned them, and then um, now we have them in a PDF form at that we will email you guys if you want it. Um, yeah. So what, what were the charges? So, um, a court, well, first of all, Penal Law Section 17510, according to nysenate.gov, the definition states that a person is guilty of falsifying business records in the first degree when he commits the crime of falsifying business records in the second degree and when his intent to defraud includes an intent to commit another crime to or to aid or conceal the commission thereof falsifying business records in the first degree is a Class E felony. So, pretty much, it's all about his business records. Okay. Okay. So, to me, I went into this being like, well, yeah, they're all talking about tax defrauding and these billions of dollars that he hasn't paid and this and yeah, that. Yeah, everyone and like, always wants to see his the tax taxes records. And the taxes. taxes. Yeah. This has nothing to do with that. Okay. No, like, I mean, a, a minute, like, nothing to do with him evading taxes okay. or anything like that. It's, it's completely all different. Like, it's different. So, according to the nysenate.gov, a Class E felony is a term that shall be fixed by the court and shall not exceed four years. So, pretty much, it's up to the judge what his punishment would be if found guilty. But he so it's will not a not, jury. It's a judge only. Uh, yeah. And it okay. won't be more than four years. Well, it'll be a jury to say, if they go to trial, it'll be a jury to say if he's found guilty or not. But, okay. as always, the judge is the one that ultimately decides the punishment. Okay. So, there will be a jury. I didn't know if they, how they do it for president, so... Or if former, it, former presidents. Yeah, if it goes to trial, a lot of times, you know, they, they'll take a plea bargain and they'll um, do a settlement or some yeah. sort of thing, but it's something like that, so they don't go to trial. Okay. But you get the jury when they go to trial. Okay. And then you get, yeah, tri- trial by jury. And, yeah. yeah. But I, ultimately, it's always up to the judge. Yeah. So okay. Even settlement, stuff like that, it's up to the judge whether the judge will even allow that settlement to go through. So these, mm, like, two parties come yeah. together and then the judge be like, no, I don't like that settlement. Try again. But could, is it possible that the state of New York and Donald Trump can come to a stipulation and they could just agree on something? It would just be a settlement at that. Oh, okay. And then also, um, they could also drop charges. They could also group some charges together. Mm-hmm. I have an opinion on what I think might happen, but I'm not going to say because this is factual. We yeah, don't we're want just to. Been, I'm just curious yeah. about how the 
how the, the core system the works. core system works for a former yeah. president because I, I don't does, know if I don't it's think different. it matters and they're trying to make it to be like it doesn't matter that he's president it doesn't matter that he oh, was okay. it doesn't matter that he's Donald Trump it doesn't matter who he is everybody should be upheld to a certain so degree they're just of the doing law. it okay okay I see you know yeah and so just from my personal um, knowledge of the court system I mean I was in student court for two years in middle school so. <laughs> Truth. Okay. What Shout was out you? to Miss Rothschild. Miss <laughs> Rothschild. I know. Oh my god. I was gonna say that in the Rothschild uh, family case that you guys will hear um, in a few weeks, but yeah. So, so here's a little fun fact. Uh, my daughter has been talking about becoming an attorney, and since we're talking about law stuff, it's yeah. just a real quick little story. And um, she finally got to do, like, a mock trial. And Cute. And she was the prosecutor for... I don't know what that was. Was she like, hang them? I don't know what... Death violent electrocution. <laughs> I don't know what the, like... I don't know what the... I don't know what she was prosecuting. I, I forget. But she was a prosecutor, and she won her case. And she won. Oh, And I guess exciting. she said, like, the... the um, the teacher used her as an example for the other classes as, like, she had the best evidence and the best, like, thought-out um, yeah, argument. Yeah, like, she actually, yeah, like, did she, critical thinking and yeah. used her fucking brain. So oh, that she's happen- in eighth grade, too. She's in eighth grade. How funny. That just happened. And now she's on her trip to D.C. She's in D.C. right now. Oh, my god! So we're doing all of this, and I just keep it's thinking just like about so her in D.C. Perfect. Yeah. And, yeah. No, so I, I did. I did student court. Um, it was just, like, an elective, but I happened to do it for two years in a row. And student court in my school was if two students had a dispute over, and you have to think this is back in, gosh, 1998, 1999. So if they had a dispute over somebody stealing pens, whose pens are they? Because we didn't have mm-hmm. cell phones. We didn't have yeah. computers or anything worth shit. So we never got any cases. But ultimately, if they were having a dispute over something, they could potentially go to the um, principal, counselor's office, whatever, mm-hmm. and request a student trial. Oh, yeah. And they could request to go to student court to resolve said issue. In two years, we never had, we never got that far, but we did a lot of mock-up things. Yeah. I watched, um, we watched that movie, um, it was like 12 Monkeys or something, and it was about oh, a home court. that's a good movie. Is that one the one that's about a hung court or something? Twelve Monkeys is the one with Brad Pitt, and it's like a. It was pop- not Twelve Monkeys. Oh. <laughs> no, it was um, it was an old black and white film from like the fifties or forties, and it was about oh I don't know these like it was a hung trial, which means that there's eleven that are yeah. going one way and one that doesn't, and you guys all like all twelve have to agree, and if they don't come to some sort of agreement, mm-hmm. then it becomes a hung jury. Okay, yeah. And so then they have to redo everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's, it's a fucking, like, the court system is really slow, and yeah. it's a really long process. All right, back to this. So after, um, so after the first sentence that, like, was on the court, so I'm just going to read to you. This will just be easier. Um, so every single... Um, every, charge okay. or every single charge starts with first count, second count, third count, blah blah. Yeah. 
And the grand jury aforesaid by this indictment further accuses the defendant of the crime of falsifying business records in the first degree in violation of penal code 175.10 committed as follows. The defendant in the county of New York and elsewhere on or about said date, and I'll get to that in a little bit, with intent to defraud and intent to commit another crime and aid and conceal the commission thereof made and caused a false Entry in the business records of an enterprise to wit an entry in the digital ledger for Do the Donald J. Trump revocable trust bearing invoice, check, or voucher number, blah, 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 and kept and maintained by the Trump organization. So, the only thing that changed is a voucher number or receipt number or invoice number check number they, they use voucher for each transaction because yeah. each transaction is going to have its own number yeah right and yeah. so the date and then also voucher in the um in in their general ledger means receipt and oh, they say okay. it in the paperwork that voucher means receipt for Got them it. for theirs because for me like for my business it's just fucking receipt like why yeah. are you gonna be like voucher but that's a terminology voucher, they're yeah using, that's the terminology so, they've always used yeah, whatever so, okay. uh, so every time you say voucher we know that yeah, you mean receipt receipt if i yeah. I'm, I'm See, i try to say um yeah. receipt as much as possible because that's what i'm used to yeah but if i slip up and say voucher or whatever that's that you know voucher receipt it's interchangeable in this episode yeah no, okay. that's good, because I wouldn't have known that, so yeah. that's good. And they actually say it all in the documents um, that for the, their general ledger, voucher is receipt, so they even say it in, the, in their, the court documents. Okay, yeah. All right, so after the first sentence I said about how he falsified the business records, it goes on to say what the defendant did, the defendant being Trump. There are three different variations. The only things that change are the dates invoice numbers and or the voucher numbers yeah receipts okay the first charge is the defendant in the county of new york and elsewhere on or about february 14th 2017 with the intent to defraud and intent to commit another crime and aid and conceal the commission thereof made and caused a false entry in the business records of an enterprise to wit and invoices from Michael Cohen, mm. dated February 14th, 2017, marked as a record of the Donald J. Trump revocable trust and kept and maintained by the Trump organization. So that exact wording is used for 11 cha charges and the they are um charges 1 5 8 11 14 17 20 23 26 29 32 I feel like I'm reading off bingo numbers <laughs> the the bingo <laughs> the only difference is the dates that are February 14th, February 16th, April 13th, May 22nd, June 16th, July 11th, August 1st, September 11th, October 18th, November 20th, and December 1st. All dates occurring in 2017. So that would be one charge per month if you're keeping track. 
You will need to remember this for when I talk about the statement of information documents later on. Okay. Okay. So the second charge that is different is the defendant in the county of New York and elsewhere on or about February 14th, same date guys, same date, 2017, with intent to defraud and intent to commit another crime and aid and conceal the commission thereof made and caused a false entry in the business records of an enterprise to wit and entry in the detail general ledger for Donald J. Trump revocable trust bearing voucher number blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to say all the voucher numbers and kept and maintained by the Trump organization. Once again, the exact wording is used for 12 of the charges and they are charge numbers 2, 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 21, 24, 27, 30, and 32. And of course, the only difference is the voucher numbers and the dates and the dates coincide with the dates that I had listed previous like two minutes ago mm-hmm. um then the third repetitive charge says the defendant in the county of New York and elsewhere on or about February 14th same fucking date guys a with. lot happened on February 14th, 2017. <laughs> and therefore, every other month thereafter. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, on or about February 14th, 2017, with intent to defraud or and intent to commit another crime and aid and counsel, the commission thereof made and caused a false entry in the business records of an enterprise to wit a general... Do, a John, a general? John, no. In a what? Nope. Donald J. Trump. I tried to put J and Donald together, and so I got Donald. Donald. <laughs> We're just renaming him over yeah, here. Yeah, it's fine. Donald J. Trump revocable trust account check and check stub dated February 14th, 2017, bearing check number blah, 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 which changes, that's what changes, and kept and maintained by the Trump organization. Mm. Once again, the only thing that changes are the dates and the check numbers. This is the exact wording for the rest of the 11 charges. And those are charge numbers 4, 7, 10, 13, 16, 19, 22, 28, 31, and 34. I see a theme happening here. There's definitely a theme. Um, so, yeah. If you want um, check numbers, email us. If you want any verification on anything, email us. Um it's all just, up to this point, it's just, like, mumbo-jumbo core document bullshit. Like, numbers and shit, right? So, what I see here is that every month he received an invoice, every month he wrote a check, and every month he had a voucher slash receipt for that check that he wrote, the invoice that he received. That makes sense, yeah. So, that's three charges. He has immaculate records and keeps literally everything. That's good for him and for... Bad at the same time. But I mean, it can go either way because it's at least it's it's the facts. Like, that's what he did. He has a record of what he did, whether it's it's what good he's supposed to do or, or not whatever, supposed to does, do. He, he has, has this, like, the record. immaculate record. Yeah. And it's just amazing that to where I've been doing, like, reviewing this, and I'm like, fuck, I should probably do a little better. Like, I And your bookkeeping start, or what? Yeah, I should start scanning and attaching. <laughs> Scan, attach, like, everything, instead yeah. of just having them in folders and, uh, 
in a file in the rafters, I should probably start, like, <laughs> scanning and attaching every charge and, like, I really should get a hold of that now. But yeah. he has, like, billions of dollars to set, spend on people to just scan things. Oh, yeah. No, I he... don't have that resource. I'm in the middle of making a fucking podcast and shit, you know? I have an assistant. Jackie's the best, but... And I am a mom to three kids. Yeah. And I have a husband. And I have a 22-year-old, so four kids, by the way. And he comes with a dog and a girlfriend. So, you know what? Like, I got a lot going on here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that it is good that Trump has immaculate records. It's it's crazy. And the more that I go into it, you're going to see, like, how his records pretty much fucked himself. I mean... Hopefully, well, whatever happens is going to happen. Well, so the problem came when they found out whom the checks were to and what the invoices he was, like, receiving, what they said in the memo line, in the description line. Mm, Okay. Okay? You'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay? The rest of this episode will be information that I'm getting from the court document that was presented in court... That is name, statement of facts, IND-71543-23. So y'all can look it up, and um, if it's not there anymore, I scan that shit because guess what? I learned from this whole trial <laughs> to start scanning shit. We like, have the PDF. We if have the like PDF. We have the scan. Heather's looking at it right now. She's like never seen any of this shit before, and she's just like, what the fuck? I come to her with like a booklet of like, 80 pages and I'm like here's here it is <laughs> it's, it's here you interesting. go it's very yeah, interesting there's a lot going on so the statement of facts starts with an introduction hold on I'm gonna help Heather find her statement of facts because I was looking no. at the counts yeah no the counts are all the same like I said go no get, I know the counts are redundant over there Hold on, guys hold on um, she's reading the statement of facts pretty much like reading along because they're all the same so we're gonna shove those over there. All right. So now Heather has the statement of facts. Okay. And it starts with an introduction. It literally at the top of this court document says introduction. Which yeah. I've never I haven't seen too many court documents, but as we go through and you see the bold points at the top of each, you're gonna kinda chuckle to yourself. All right. Okay. So, pretty much, the introduction is saying that between August 2015 and December 2017, Trump orchestrated a scheme with the help of others to influence the 2016 presidential election. In order to execute this scheme, he ended up creating false records in the business records of his various entities within New York. He also miscategorized what these records were for for tax purposes. So, he had said, when they say miscategorized, that means that he put down that it, that this money was going towards X, X purpose when it was really going towards A purpose. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? So yeah, like, yeah. It would be like so me buying... So, it's like buying, writing in the memo of the check something like... No, 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 but it's, it's more than that. It's going into... Because um, when you have a business and ledger and stuff, you have different codes for different tax purposes. Oh, I got gotcha. you. So, like, my um, 2034 in my business is employee taxes. 
mm-hmm. then when I pay my employee taxes, it goes against theirs, so I put in 2034 again. Gotcha. 6303 is their hourly. Like, they're just random. My 5,000s are material, right? Mm-hmm. So it would be like me putting in, like, hourly time, 6303, and instead of putting in 6303, putting it under material. Got it. Yeah. Which... It would be falsifying it, documents. It's falsifying if you did documents. That. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so that's what they're that's saying exactly. that Trump did. Yeah. Okay. And that's the claim. Yes. Okay. So I am um, totally try to do an example that I wrote out that is would have been all fucked up. So I'm glad well, I, I think I didn't the example you just said. I think my example that I just perfect. said was like amazing. So Yeah, no. Yeah, that. no, I'm proud of myself. That was my pat on my back. Thank you. Pat good, pat. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Okay, so the document um, goes on to say that Donald Trump requested a lawyer who worked for the Trump organization as special counsel to Trump personally to somehow pay $130,000 to a porn star before the election for her silence until after the election. The problem is that the lawyer set up a shell corporation to get her her money. To give her her money. Okay. Donald Trump then went on to pay the lawyer all through the year of 2017 to pay him back for paying off the porn star. So, that's the summary. That's the intro. That's what's going on, right? So, the whole claim with that is that he wanted to hush her up because he had an election. Yes. And he paid her $130,000, but it was a way that he paid her was through the lawyer... Yes. So that's where we're at, right? That's, yes. Okay. But so that is what he is being, what all these 34 charges are for. Yeah. So each charge is, so is like that, when he wrote the check, when he signed the check, the receipt or whatever. Yes, yeah. exactly. The okay. invoice he received, putting it in to his general ledger, mm-hmm. the... Actual check. The check and the... Receipt. The, the receipt that it so generated. So each, each check generated three... Counts. Yes, which would be Three 30, counts. which would be 30, yes, for each month, except that it would be 36 total for the whole month, because January and February, we'll find out later, It um, the invoice was put into one invoice, January, February was in one invoice. Okay. So that took away one charge, like, not yeah, one charge, so it but it was exactly, a, yeah, and yeah. then later on, he pays t- double in one month. Okay. So then that yeah. takes off a charge too. Sure. So yeah. So that's why it's not an exact thirty six, it's only thirty four and that's where those two charges come from. And it's all laid out in the paperwork, like I said, emails and we'll definitely send it to you. I we would post it on the Facebook or the Instagram or the TikTok or fucking whatever, but it's so it's much so much yeah. that there's just no way. But we will be happy to dropbox it, email it, whatever you guys want from us. So anyways um, the next part, so that was just, like, the intro, just kind of summarizing, like, really quickly what was going on. Yeah. So, just, like, in court, you know, they're like, we're gonna show you how he did this and this and this. So, this portion is titled, on the court documents, at the very top, it says, The Scheme. Mm. Which I feel so Scooby-Doo, like... <laughs> I don't know if normal court document like I've never really reviewed court documents, but it's like the scheme. I, I think dun, yeah, dun, they dun. have to have Do like they say that? so they can go. They can say, can everybody please turn to page three titled the scheme? The scheme, and then everyone will go. 
And then they'll go oh. line A8 states the, the 2015 Trump Tower meeting. No. And then everybody will go to that line and then they'll talk about oh. it and ask questions. The scheme. The scheme. The scheme. <laughs> scheme. Title one. So, <laughs> while Donald Trump was running... <laughs> So, while Trump was running for president, he got together with some other people to find and get rid of negative stories about him. Two of the parties which helped him have admitted to committing illegal conduct in order to accomplish this. One of them, the lawyer, his own lawyer, which is referred to as Lawyer 1, Lawyer A, in all the court documents, um... I'm just going to say, as Michael Cohen, like, that's just, it is what it is. For some reason, they don't say his name because they have to be like, lawyer A, B, C, D, mm. woman one, two, well, I'm three. I'm sure like, he has a lot of lawyers. This, yeah, but. Um, and advisors and different. All sorts of yeah. stuff. But I think that they really have to be like, very like, A, is this B? That way they don't mess up names or They don't anything. want to implicate anyone. Maybe that too, but yeah, so. Yeah. Clearly, Lawyer A is Michael Cohen, that he received the invoices from. So, he, Michael Cohen, ended up taking a plea bargain, and we'll talk about that later as well, and spent um, spent some time on, um, on house arrest over it. The other person to help was the American Media Inc. And moving forward, that is going to be referred to as AMI. And this is the media company that owns the National Enquirer, as well as other tabloids. So they're like the tabloids, though. Mm-hmm. Do people believe, like, the National Enquirer, is that a credible source? We'll get into that. Okay. Because I have my own few thoughts on it. Let me just get through this. Okay, no. I just am surprised <laughs> to see National Enquirer as a source. I know! I mean, I mean, I, I don't... I haven't I haven't read the National Enquirer in a long time, but I remember before like standing in line with my mom at the grocery store and you see the National Enquirer. It's all the like smutty, like feels like fake news type of stuff. Like Do it's you like know about what I have written down? Celebrities and like it's okay. like the Queen is a is a reptilian. It's like the off crazy like aliens are coming. It's like not like it's like the way off one, right? National Enquirer. Do you know what I wrote? That's how I remember it. I wrote that we're not trying to be biased. No, but I just, no no no. This is what I wrote, but I oh. don't hold the National Enquirer as a reliable source of information. They're almost like a parody tabloid. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I remember a headline when I was younger that said Oprah was having a baby with an alien or some shit like that. Yes, yes. And my mom. Yes. Well, oh, the same shit. Right. We have the same. Yes. yes. Okay. And my mom was like, "Oh no, that's all fake and for fun." Yeah. So yeah, who just, fucking cares what they post? And no one is supposed to take it seriously. It's like yeah. relying on Count Dracula to teach you the quadrat quadratic equations. Exactly. Supermarket tablets. Yeah. National Enquirer. Like, who cares what they say about yeah, Trump or anyone else? That you're like my mom in the grocery line. I'm like. My mom, too! Exactly. Oh my God. We have, like, the same, like... I think everyone's mom yes. in the grocery line was, was like, like, do 
can't listen to you, that. It's like it's like they say you can't believe everything you see on the internet, Heather. Oh, well, well, you can't then, believe you can't believe everything in the National Enquirer, Heather. Not <laughs> anything on the supermarket aisle. Yeah. Like nothing. Yeah, is correct it's there. just all for fun, like yeah. Goss- gossip. Yeah, it's just so, a bunch of gossip. It's so funny that you were like your mom though. Like anytime yeah. that we have anything like that, I'm like ah. I know. Anyways, um. Okay, but they're so, they're at, but they're putting it as a source here so that's interesting yeah apparently yeah, the legal okay. system thinks that the national Enquirer and the globe and such are okay sure so anytime that ami got a bad story or heard about a story that was going to be negative about trump they would contact trump's lawyer mm. michael cohen and ask what they should do about it well isn't that like pr like you have your pr team right he's gonna yeah okay Seems like kind of a normal thing. What are we yeah, gonna do about for this? like everybody else? Like, like everybody. for celebrities, just like not even thinking Trump. Brent, I'm just thinking Brent like Spears, a celebrity, like everybody. Yeah. So they had a meeting about this in Trump Tower in June 2015. Okay. And in this meeting, the AMI CEO had agreed to not publish any negative things about Trump, but would publish negative things about his competition. I mean, isn't that what they do anyway? So, like they yeah, always like Fox publish and CNN. Negative things. They're supposed to be a reliable news source, but both promote one candidate oh. and both only show the other candidate in a negative light. Oh, I see. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. So, yeah. that's what they do. That's what they so, do. Yeah. What, so, I, I don't understand why why CNN and Fox aren't over here. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're for or against Trump. It's just it's the just fact that the they fact. I, they always it seems like the opposing person is always candidate is always going to try to like dig up dirt and put it out there. Yeah. And so it would like It's not even I can a, see Trump doing that and I can see like whoever he's running against. I can yeah, see them both Biden, doing that. like exactly. Clint, Hillary Clinton, yeah. like whoever, like yeah. And that's how it's been since the dawn of fucking time like i'm not sure maybe it's not the right thing to do but that's no, what they've always been done maybe it's not morally or ethically cracked or whatever but like that's not what's on trial here they're trying to get votes so they're that's, gonna do yeah. whatever they can so that's like i mean sure he's an asshole for doing all that but whatever like yeah so anyways a few months later in october or november <laughs> i love this October or November, because they have no idea. Oh, they didn't know. Yeah, on the court paperwork, mm-hmm. that the AMI CEO... So I feel like the fact that it even says October or November... Yeah, they can just they'll on be on or about. No, I think they can just strike day. that, because it's hearsay. That's hearsay. October or November, that's hearsay. Well, they way. can't say factual. <sighs> if you can't say factual and you don't have any, like, thing to back it up, that's hearsay. Yeah. Like, it's all, like... This is why people think that this is going to get thrown out, or this is why, this is what's gaining all the attention of um, the right-wing supporters saying, oh, this is all going to get thrown out because of this shit. Yeah. Right? I mean, uh, I don't know. we got to read more into it. We're only on page three. Well, I, yeah. Exactly. Of the Of the 85 fucking statement, statement of, of facts. facts. <laughs> um, so, anyways... So, the, in, in October, November of 2015, the AMI CEO learned that a former Trump Tower doorman was trying to sell information about a child that Trump supposedly fathered out of wedlock. Ooh, I've never heard that. Mm-hmm. I never knew that he could have a child out of wedlock. Oh, well. The- but, like, 
why is that anybody's business if he has a child out of wedlock? Uh, I don't think it's against the law. That's what I'm saying. Like, what does this have to do with anything? Yeah, they're just, it's a, it's a, it's a whole lot of stuff. Are they trying to, like, here. bring just, up his character? I yeah, I think that's what they're doing. Oh, okay. Um, the AMI CEO signed an NDA agreement with the doorman for his exclusive rights to the story for $30,000. Wow. Then, when a- AMI looked further into the story, he found they found it wasn't true, and they wanted to give the doorman back his money. And was like, just kidding, like, here, have back your 30000 go somewhere else, because it's not fucking true, and we're not going to fucking publish it. Oh, so he just was making up the story uh-huh. then? Oh, Trump's okay. lawyer, Michael Cohen, was like, no, just keep it until after the election. We'll pay you back, whatever, just keep the money until after the election, just... Let's just keep it your exclusive story, even though you're not going to post it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as we said, it might be more all morally and ethically wrong, but it's not illegal. Mm-hmm. If if all this shit's illegal, then every news reporter should be charged yeah, for buying stories, exclusive rights, and yeah, they do NDAs that. Yeah, pretty much like so. It is. It's a character attack, I guess, on. Yeah, I think they're just trying to... Uh, not even Trump, but, like, just the people around him, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, so, fast forward to June 2016. Okay. So, we're talking a few months before the election. Mm-hmm. A woman came to AMI to tell them that she had a story about her having sexual relations with Trump while he was married. Okay. What does that have to do with anything? So, he's a cheater... But cheating isn't illegal. I mean, adultery, but that's oh, well. between him and his wife. Like, we don't know their private Will life. Will Smith and Jada Smith, like, are cool. Yeah, we don't know Trump's private life. Yeah, they might be totally fine, because honestly, I wouldn't want to fuck that. Well, I mean, like, that's between him and his wife. Yeah. That's a family affair. That has nobody... <laughs> no, I mean, that's a yeah. family thing. Yeah. Like, no, it is. If, if, really. they, if they're for it, if, like, if, she's okay with it or not okay with it, that's between that's him and his wife. Yeah. I don't care about that shit, that he's not my husband. What do I care? Exactly. I don't have to live with him every day, and so, um... That's their business. Of course, Trump was worried that it would affect his campaign. So they decided to pay her 150 in exchange for her silence until after the election. So anybody can just say anything, and then he's just going to have to pay them because... Just so anybody a, can just make up any story yeah. and then... Yeah. yeah, the documents for Trump case states that AMI falsely characterized this, or categorized this payment in AMI's books and records. Oh. Okay, but on AMI. So AMI made the mistake, not Trump. Yeah. Or Trump's establishment or whatever. Yeah, Trump. so it seems like it's irrelevant. Yeah, so that's not him. He that needs that to be, would be them. AMI, but we'll yeah. talk about that later as well. But that's a charge against him, though? Yup. But it's something that AMI No, it's did. not a charge against. This is just a statement of facts. This is oh, just, like, this the is statement character of information. Stuff. This is all character stuff. Yeah. So, oh, there, okay. there is a conversation on audio recording in September 2016 with AMI CEO Trump and his lawyer, Cohen, that agreed to reimburse AMI for the woman's story and how they were going to do it. Oh, okay. Apparently, Cohen said he would be open, he would open a company to transfer money into the woman's account. Okay. 
Yeah. Cohen went to the CEO of Trump Organization to figure out how to get this going. And Trump was like, what What do we got to do to pay for this? 150 In quotations on court document. And then Trump went on to suggest that he should just pay cash. Like, why are they going to do all this bullshit? Yeah, why open a company and why everything? Are we doing just this? give her the money and be done with it, right? Yeah. Cohen, the lawyer, disagreed and said they needed to do it by check. Hmm. So they needed to open the shell company. So he opened the shell company, and it was called Resolution Consultants, LLC, on September 30th, 2016. Resolution consultants, yeah, because he needs to resolve, resolve all this some bullshit. Shit. I know that's what I was thinking. <laughs> that's kind of a funny name. Yeah, but I I get what Trump is saying though. Like, like why, why not, not just give her the fucking if you're going to pay, just pay, but pay out won't. of pocket. Yeah, and just be done with it. But why create a whole company? Yeah, like, what is the, the did did Michael Cohen think there was some kind of loophole in creating I, this company that I have would no benefit? Idea. I have no I idea. Under, I don't understand It doesn't that. go on in this document. Probably in Michael Cohen's case, which I did not review because after reviewing Trump's case, I'm done with court right now. Yeah. I want a break. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know. I don't understand <laughs> I'm done with that. the court system for now. Mm-hmm. So as everything was about to go down and all the transfers were supposed to be made, the AMI CEO consulted with its own counsel and then called everything off. Okay. So nothing even occurred from that. So did the so the woman never even got any money? And she never no, got No, she company? already got the money. Oh, she did get the money. From and AMI. they did create the company. Oh, no, okay. they didn't create the company. Oh, yes, they did create the company. And she did But nothing ever money. happened. No, she got the money from AMI. Oh, I got you. Okay, sorry. Yeah. So AMI kept the woman's rights to the story because they never got paid back. Mm-hmm. The money for the rights, so they kept the rights. All right, here's number. In, anyway, this is woman number two. Woman number two. I'm going to presume, guess with everything in my being, that this is Stormy Daniels. Oh, okay, so I, I, a hundred percent, believe it. I would put your life on it. I'm surprised. Not they... my kids and not mine, but your life I'd put on it. <laughs> no, but I'm surprised that they don't put her name, but again, they don't want to. No, they don't want to, just like Michael Cohen. They don't want to I... implicate anyone. Yeah, no, I I came to the conclusion that it was Michael Cohen because it's the only thing that makes sense as you go through, and same with Stormy Daniels. Yeah. So, um, yeah, for some reason it has to be so vague and anonymous, and I don't know why. So, on October 7th, 2016, the grab him by the pussy audio recording came out on Access Hollywood, which we know was, like, a private conversation that got leaked. Do you remember that happened? Oh, how could I forget it? That was, That like was, like, a huge Biggest deal. thing That in was, like, the worst thing that could ever occur in presidential history, I swear. Um, for him, like for anybody, really. Yeah, I I feel like nothing else, like other than Monica Lewinsky, ever even compared or JFK being shot. Like that was like up there. Like the way that the media just like they still talk about it. Yeah, it's been like seven years. Yeah, anyway, especially that was right before the election. So it was literally not even thirty days prior. Yeah, 
So Trump and his campaign staff were understandably worried that this could affect his campaign. Oh, they had to do damage control. Fuck yeah, PR. Yeah. Soon after this tape came to light, the the AMI CEO got another call about another encounter with another woman. And this is woman number two, which Stormy Daniels, claiming that she had a sexual encounter with the defendant while he was married. Okay. So, once again, as usual, he is worried about his reputation. And he's worried about the women voters swaying against him. So they need to silence this woman as quickly as possible. They all negotiated that she would be paid $130,000 for the rights to her account. Okay. Trump told the lawyer to wait as long as possible, hoping to delay the deal until after his election, which was, like, only a few weeks away. So he just kind of wanted it all just to be pushed, 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 and mm-hmm. then then let the, let the, you know, cards fall yeah. where they fall, you know? Yeah, he's just trying to do the best he can to save his his election votes and everything. Yeah. So, at this time, um, Trump never said, like, hey, why don't we just do this in cash and be done with it? This time, he wanted his lawyer to find a way to pay her. And he was probably just like, fuck this shit, I'm busy, like, move along. Like, I tried it once, you don't like it, then you deal with it, you know? Yeah. As of last time. The lawyer ended up deciding to use his own money. Oh. And pay her with the promise that Trump would pay him back after the election. He, so on October 26, 2016, Cohen then opened a bank account in Manhattan in the name of Essential Consultants LLC. I love the names that he's coming up with. Yeah, he's like, this is essential to put this it's under the rug right now. right now. <laughs> so this was the new shell company he had opened for Stormy, for Woman 2. And he transferred $131,000 from his personal home equity line on of, of credit on October 27th, 2016. He then transferred that money once again to Lawyer B., we don't know who Lawyer B is, but yeah. that lawyer then paid off Woman 2, which I think Lawyer B, I presume, is Stormy Daniels' lawyer. So, I mean, it makes that sense. That makes the most sense. Yeah. That's all hearsay on my part, like, of what yeah, I we am don't understanding. Know. We're just, yeah. yeah. So, finally, the election happens, and this is when everything slowly unravels. Now that Trump doesn't really care what gets out, it's kind of like, Fair game. So, November 8th, 2016, the non-disclosure agreements that the doorman and woman won were both released from their NDAs. So, they could, were free, tell whoever, do whatever you want. You're free to talk about. Yeah. Um, they both got paid, mm-hmm. but they only needed to keep their silence until their NDA agreement, you know, was, sure. was expired. And it had expired, so now they're free to discuss it with whomever. Say what the fuck you want. So, Trump met with AMI CEO in December 2016 and thanked him for his help with the campaign. He then invited him to the inauguration and then also invited him to dinner at the White House during the summer of 2017. Okay. That's very nice. So, everything so far, like, looks like it's not a 
illegal in the slightest. Right? Like, hush money is not illegal. None of this shit's illegal. Yeah, so... Yet. Okay. Here is when all the charges come into play, because remember, they're all in 2017. Yes. We are now in December 2016. So, in 2017, Trump had to reimburse Cohen um, for that 130000 that he paid to woman number two, a.k.a. Stormy Daniels. In January 2017, the Trump Organization's CFO and the lawyer met to, like, figure out how to do this and the best way to get his money back. And so they came up, they came up with the conclusion that they would pay lawyer A, Cohen, $420,000. Wow. How did they get from one thirty to four twenty? Well, if they're counting one thirty plus the doorman, but that's still not no, even four. No, because 20. they never paid that. Oh, that's the AMI yeah. and the AMI paid. The AMI paid it. Both woman a woman one and the doorman. Yeah, so, I forgot about that. Yeah. What the fuck? Hmm. Well, here it is. The original amount was one thirty, plus he needed to be paid fifty k for all of the BS lawyer shit he did. Oh, yeah, he's still charging for his services. Yeah, he, and oh, he, he put he's up still with, like, a, a lot. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he dealt with a lot of bullshit. Yeah, he's still dealing yeah. with that, yeah. And uh, so that came out to 180. Okay. So then they doubled that to 360 because Trump wanted to make sure that he was able to claim it on his income taxes. And because he would be taxed at 50%, Trump really wanted to make sure he got his money. Mm-hmm. So, let's just talk about taxes for just, like, one side note really quick. Here's my little banter. Yeah. Holy shit. 50%. If I worked hard for my money, I want to keep it. I don't want to give away 50%. And yeah, I why know is it 50%? Because they make so much. Oh, higher yeah, tax bracket. Yeah, the higher I'm not, I'm not in that tax bracket. I'm not either, but, like, Mm-mm. so the lowest is, like, zero. And then they go into, like, like 9 or 12 percent, and then, like, 23 percent, 32, and then it's 50. Hmm. And I know people will say, well, they have the money, but someday I want to make that kind of money. Yeah. And I want to be able to keep it. 50 percent. The people who are making the statement of, like, well, they have it, I feel like they just don't have the drive to want to make it because then they would see themselves as that person. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Manifest it. Yeah. And once they get to that point, they're going to be like, I want to keep it. But guess what? Yes, I <laughs> Now we understand what everyone was saying. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, so wow. now he's at $360,000 and then Trump added on a 60000 year end bonus. Okay. So that all added up to $420,000. And I bet he probably gives his lawyer bonuses anyway, I would imagine. Like, it seems like... I don't. I mean, like... It it didn't say on the paperwork. No, I'm just... I'm literally relaying everything from the documents. No, I know. I'm just speculating (laughs) because, like, even where I work, you know, we get, like, a, a Christmas bonus or whatever yeah, like an end of the it, year the bonus card. i know well it's not sixty thousand dollars but i mean i think that's what we all make in like a year that's reasonable from trump i guess right i mean i would think i mean Dude, i don't know can i, I be your lawyer trump i'm pretty good <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm actually not, so don't. Love I'm me, like, hire my daughter when she's 18. That's she what I was thinking. She just won her first great. mock trial. <laughs> I was in student court. <laughs> we, we just want the job. <laughs> we just want the money. Don't tell lies. <laughs> So, um, so they decided that the best way to get Cohen his money would be to give him like twelve monthly payments of thirty five thousand each month. Okay. So that would equal four twenty, and these payments of thirty five thousand would start January two thousand seventeen. Mm. So. Michael Cohen was then directed to invoice the Trump Organization every month for $35,000. And in the description line, he would put, Pursuant to the retainer agreement, kindly remit payment services rendered for the month of January 2017. And each month thereafter, each time, he requested a $35,000 as like invoice as a retainer fee so it's like for legal services rendered right yeah as yeah. like a retainer fee so like my it guy he i pay him x amount just to as like a retainer like yeah. just to keep up on my like if i have any issues i call them you know our website was had issues yeah last no, i month. understand a retainer yeah. agreement it's like if you want to keep that lawyer for you you need to pay them their retainer their fee. fee yeah yeah so, the Trump Organization CFO approved the payment and okay. then sent um, and then sent the invoice to the Trump Organization Accounts Payable Supervisor with a note to, quote-unquote, post to legal expenses, put retainer for month January in description. Okay. The problem with this is that the lawyer and Trump had no retainer agreement. Oh, that's a problem. And Cohen never had a retainer fee prior, ever. So that's a wording problem there they have. So this means that he falsified the invoice, and then in turn, the CFO falsified information on the general ledger. Cohen could have put 35000 for the envelope enclosed for the paper he sent for fucking anything. And Couldn't he not just have say been for alive. legal services rendered? No, because he never rendered any legal services in January 2017. Oh. I'm sure he had to have done something. They can't mm. find anything that he did? No. He could have literally said for breathing air and it wouldn't have been an, a lie. Yeah, like, I see legit, what you're saying. Like yeah. anything yeah. else. Mm-hmm. But because he lied about what he was getting paid for, and then it was miscategorized. But who wrote that down? Not Trump, right? Because you're saying Trump did this? It was just part of Trump organization. Okay. It was the CFO. The CFO. To the accounts payable yeah. supervisor with that note to post it to the legal expenses. So somehow it got lost in translation. He what could it was have for. legit put hush money in the description. Hmm. It could have gotten categorized differently within the general ledger and none of this shit would be going down. Like he could have legit been like repayment for hush money and then they put it in like the office ledger. Or, mm-hmm. like, the hush money ledger. Like, the hush money category or whatever. Like, yeah. literally, like, they could have made its own damn category. Its own number system for that. Like, 
Oh, why did they make it so complicated then? Because it seems like it's more complicated than it needed to be if they could just write hush money, just write hush money. Why do they have to like... I don't make know. Make it so complicated I for know. themselves. Like, I don't understand. And all this costs money because you have to pay the person, you have to pay the CFO to write it all out. You have to pay the accounts payable person to put it in. Like, you have to do all these things and then scan and document and write checks and all this bullshit. Like, there's just so much paperwork involved. And I know it sounds stupid, but all of that takes time and money. Yeah. Like, no. Okay, so that, <sighs> that was... That was a mistake, then, it sounds like. Yeah. That was so, a great mistake, yeah. So, when the Trump Organization put it in their general ledger, that then produced the receipt slash voucher for the payment they were paying. So, now they put in the invoice, mm-hmm. they got the receipt, and then they also wrote a check for each invoices, referencing the invoices, as well as a description of what they were paying for. So that's going to be multiple counts. Like A.K.A. Yeah. lawyer retainer fee, which was obviously a lie. So there are the three charges mm-hmm. every month. Okay. So every single month they wrote that check like that. That's how it invoice, came up. Invoice, check, yeah. receipt. Mm-hmm. So the invoice, the receipt and voucher... And the check was all paper clipped together and given to Trump. Trump would then sign the check. After at, reviewing it, he would at sign At this it. point, yeah. And at this point, everything got scanned into their system and was a cha- attached to the general ledger forever. Yeah. Hence why I was saying earlier, I really should do this shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I need to get my shit together. <laughs> Instead of having boxes of receipts, I should probably, like, scan shit, and then it won't be so bad. Yeah, if you so, need to go back and find yeah, anything, Yeah, it would just be, like, right, right there. there. Oh, my gosh. So right. he was really good at He's so good. He's yeah. so, oh, my God. For someone trying to do tax evasion or do some false bullshit, he really did his work thoroughly. Yeah. Of keeping his documents. Maybe that was a mistake he made. I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> I don't this know is, which is good or bad. It's the, just the facts. But yeah. it's probably why they couldn't get him on anything else. Yeah. They've been trying to get him so many times for, like, tax evasion, this, that. He literally scans in everything and attaches it digitally to his ledger. He has probably been audited so many times that he's just, like, learned, like, let's keep everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's he just, wants like, everything dude, there. I will pay yeah. somebody just to scan shit so I never have to deal with the shit again. Yeah. I, I so, can see why he would want to have it very organized. Yeah. So, like, he did everything he was supposed to do tax-wise other than categorize, categorizing it and putting a false memo on everything. Mm-hmm. So everything else was fine. It was legit just, like, the words mm-hmm. and the category. So I'm I'm honestly just in awe how thorough his finance department is. Like, can we just, like, good job, guys. Everybody at Trump Organization in the finance accounts payable and receivable and the CFO and just anybody who scans all the receipts and just does that. <laughs> you got your work cut I out for you. I literally applaud you and you guys are fucking amazing because I can't even keep my own personal shit together. So, good job. <laughs> good but fucking just job. check the memos, people. <laughs> right? Well, no, but they were told whatever. I know, yeah, I, know. I don't know. But good uh, job, guys. You guys are fucking fantastic. Um, so moving forward to April 9th, 2018, the FBI got a search warrant of Cohen's residence. Mm-hmm. 
and Trump told him to stay strong and not to give in to the FBI. Yeah. Trump had even posted on his Twitter, quote unquote, most people will flip if the government lets them out of trouble, even if it means lying or making up stories. I don't see Cohen doing that. Okay. Like lying and making up stories. Yeah. And pretty much saying, like, Cohen won't take a, a plea deal. Yeah. So then another lawyer came to Cohen who offered to represent him du- during this. This lawyer, the the lawyers, there's three of them, they all believe, or there's two of them, C and D, lawyer C and D, all believe that this was very positive and told Cohen that he is loved and everything will be fine. Then in June 14th, 2018, Cohen's new lawyer sent a news clipping to Cohen about how Cohen was going to cooperate with law enforcement. This lawyer said, he wrote to him saying, quote unquote, the whole objective of this exercise by the federal prosecutors is to drain you emotionally and financially until you reach a point that you see them as your only means to salvation. Mm. You are making a very big mistake if you believe the stories these journalists are writing about you. They want you to cave. They want you to fail. They do not want you to persevere and succeed. Eventually, in August 21st, 2018, Cohen pl- pleaded guilty in, f- in federal court. Trump then went back on Twitter, Twitter slamming Cohen and pretty much saying, don't use him as a lawyer. He will break and make up stories to get a quote-unquote deal with the prosecutors. The documents go on to say that Cohen and AMI admitted that the payoffs were unlawful. But who cares what the fuck they think? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, their so, opinions don't matter. <laughs> so he basically pleaded guilty and he kind of, like, flipped on Trump then? Yeah, to save yeah. his own ass. Okay. Yeah, that's what they're saying. That's why the um the for, the lawyer that was representing Cohen was like, don't do it. Yeah. They're trying to make you cave. Well, yeah, of course they don't, are. Don't deal with the bullshit. Like, don't do it because, like, nothing, we've done nothing wrong mm-hmm. other than because hush money isn't illegal, apparently. Yeah, but it's just the way that they categorized it in the ledger. If they would have wrote, like you said, breathing air, hush money, whatever, what, what not, like, it would be fine. But the fact that they did retainer services the retainer rendered, services, yeah. even though there was no services rendered. Yeah. So, September 2018, AMI entered into a non-persecution agreement with the United States Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York in connection with AMI's payoff to the first woman. They admitted that they were never going to publish the story. AMI said that they only made the payment to ensure the woman did not publicize any damaging allegation about Trump before the 2016 election. And I have the letter to AMI from the United States Attorney, Southern District of New York, that is dated September 20th, 2018, in which goes into detail the terms of their non-persecution agreement, including an outline and summary of all the things they must say in court against Trump. And you can email us for that as well. We have that. So that's what, like, all the court documents say. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Cohen did end up serving three years supervised house arrest, but they had so much more on him. The things he did included $1.3 million in tax evasion and go all the way back to 2012. This was just, like, the last charge he got. This was, like, the straw that broke the camel's back, and that's probably why he caved so easily, because he was like, fuck, you guys got me for $1.3 million. Yeah, it's way more than tax what evasion this is. from 2012, like, oh, fuck, you know? Which makes, makes sense for him. He only got, like, three years house arrest. So, ultimately, as we've been saying, had Trump just paid cash, everything would have been fine. Hush money is not illegal. And nothing he did was illegal except that he falsified the documents and he could have literally put reimbursement for hush money. As but he been did not falsify the documents, right? His team did and he signed the check. Yeah. So if he should have been looking at the he should have been looking at the documents he signed more closely than it sounds like because he could have caught it and been like hey let's we recategorize need, we can't but like you know this. that he knew that like it is what it is right it is what it is yeah but do you know how I know hush money is cool because I, I always thought hush money wasn't cool. I mean, I, I didn't even know Hush Money was cool until this, so well, I always thought Hush Money was not cool. I didn't think it was either, but back in May 8th, 1991, Bill Clinton had attempted an affair much way before Monica Lewinsky with a woman named Paula Jones. Ooh. I happened to come across a news article in the Washington Post written by Peter Baker dated November 14th, 1998. And it was titled, Clinton Settles Paula Jones' Lawsuit for $850,000. And you can find it on page A1. Wow. In fact, you can even email us and I will send you that copy. Wait, how much money did she get? Um, no, 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 no. I haven't gotten there yet. Hold on. Oh, sorry. I so, heard the number and I'm um, like, wait, what? No, I'm just saying it's on page A1. So it was like on the cover of the um, of the Washington Post. Like, it was on the cover of the newspaper. Oh, sure, yeah. That's a big Um, story, yeah. So, apparently, Bill Clinton lured lured Paula Jones. I can't say lured. Lured? Lured. 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 Okay, let's just say led. Paula Jones, (laughs) coursed Paula Jones into a suite at the Excelsior Hotel during a conference they were at. Paula Jones was going to sue Clinton for sexual harassment. Instead... Bill gave her $850,000 in hush money. Lucky for him, he did it all in cash and out in the open. However, more women would come out eventually leading to the Monica Lewinsky case, and Bill Clinton eventually got impeached, making him the third president in American history to be impeached. So, that is all what is said in the Washington Post in um, dated November 14th, 1998. So, why didn't so, Trump just learn from Clinton that you can pay hush money out in the open it's, with cash? It's totally legal because he didn't want it to, fu- like, uh, Clinton was already president then. He did. He wasn't oh, worried. Oh, yeah, he wanted to, he didn't, he, wasn't he was worried trying about to save the election. President. He was, yeah. yeah, Trump was trying to save the election. So, um, yes, please send us everything. And my source is literally New York court documents and the Washington Post article. Like, yeah. So I got because well, I literally just did the New York document, the um, the New York 
court records and such. So thank you, Supreme Court of the State of New York County of New York. There you go. Um, so please email us conspiracies unlocked at gmail.com and we will be happy so happy to forward you any of these documents um that i have talked about we have everything here so let us know and what do you guys think about this trump thing what do you think will happen i have my opinions but i don't want to say because um until i hear yours if you email me i'll email you back (laughs) (laughs) thought for a thought Um, Yes, yes. Yeah, so thank you for listening, and And, like, share, love, and... And fun fact, hmm. I watched the Perea and Arasanya UFC fight on Saturday, and guess who was in the audience? Who? Trump was sitting next to Kid Rock and um, Mike Tyson. I was going to say, what did, yeah, Mike Tyson. And a few, a few other celebrities. So, yeah. There was he quite was, a few celebrities so he there. So, had, he had been arrested just to be, like, fingerprinted and stuff the day of his arraignment last Thursday. But he didn't, like, stay. He just, like, got arrested almost for, like, show and went to court for his arraignment, pled not guilty, and then walked away. By Saturday, he was in Miami for the UFC fight because it was live in Miami. And Adesanya yeah. won, so. It was a good so fight. So there's the proof that Heather watched it. She knows who won. <laughs> she definitely didn't Google it to remember. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. <sighs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And please email us, love us, follow us, tell your friends, TikTok. Instagram, Facebook. I don't usually do this. Heather, take it off. Everything she said. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.